Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Unfiltered Podcast. I am Kevin Fielder. I am once again joined by my my partners in crime, my better friends, my less annoying friends, unless it's Jake, then in that case, the more annoying friend. Uh, I'm joined by Cal Friedman, Tommy Nowitzki, Jackson Hartz, and unfortunately, Jake Maurer. Jake, why are you here? Because the Islanders are a fucking wagon. They're going to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the playoffs and everything, the NBA and NHL playoffs are actually finally set. Uh, well, the NHL playoffs were set the first episode we recorded, and then we didn't actually talk about the playoffs. And then we had the, what, the 6-5, six, 6 overtime game? Between the, was it 5? It was, it was five. five. Look, I honestly zoned out after about the third overtime. Um, between the Toronto, no, not the Toronto, they're actually out. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the Columbus Blue Jackets, in which the Tampa Bay Lightning ended up winning the game, and then in game two actually lost. Trust me, I actually read up on the series a little bit. Uh, we're going to do our predictions on the NHL playoffs, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, and then the Stanley Cup Finals, obviously. And then we're actually going to go round by round in the NBA playoffs because that starts, I guess it actually starts on Saturday, really, with the play-in game, but when's the actual first playoff game? Monday? Tuesday? Sunday? I believe, yeah, it's definitely the start of next week. It's I think. someday in between I think it's Monday. Sunday and Tuesday because I know the Heat play on Tuesday. And then we'll do we'll talk a little bit about the UEFA Champions League and the fact that Bayern Munich is actually the only team that anyone gives a shit about because they're actually good. Uh, other than that, uh, let's get into the episode. I'm not going to dilly dally for any longer because it is late. <laughs> Blame Jake, and I am tired. Uh, so let's get into it. You know, there's only one team in the NHL playoffs that I actually don't like, and I'm blaming like one person for it. I actually don't like the New York Islanders, and I'm only blaming Jake for it. Uh, other than that, you know, not actually not that bad of a group of teams to be in the playoffs in two different bubbles, obviously Toronto and Edmonton. Let's start off with our predictions. I'll actually allow Jackson to start off with his Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals predictions. That came out really weird. Jackson, just take over, please. Uh, so I have interest, I have interesting predictions here. It pains me to say this, but I can't, I'll start off with Western Conference. Western Conference final, I think it's going to be Canucks and the Avalanche. Uh, Canucks are playing really well right now. Obviously, up 2-0 on the Blues. And then, I think they'll be, just continue to stay hot. And the Avalanche are arguably maybe the best team in the Western Conference. And, yeah, they're just way too good. And then Eastern Conference, I actually have the Islanders and the Bruins. And we'll get to my Stanley Cup prediction later, but... There's a, yeah, there's a reason why. I don't know. I just, I just like how the Islanders are playing right now. And the Bruins have experience. Wait. will beat the Hurricane. Are the Islanders and Bruins not in the same part Yeah, of the I don't think they could. Don't no, they I didn't know that. So I'm pretty sure my whole predictions are actually fucked. But uh, that's a... Yeah, I don't like how they're doing that. Just yeah, I actually... So wait, either, so wait, so wait. Do they like reseed them? Yeah. yeah. That is so, so stupid. That is actually I gotta, stupid. I gotta think about these. I kind of like um, it. I think um, that is the dumbest thing they've ever done. Okay, and they've done a lot Jake, of dumb things. Jake going next, or Cal, whatever. Okay, but yeah, it's the Knives, the Bruins, the Islanders, the Conference Finals. But okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, 
we'll go to Jake. I feel like we already know who's going to be in his Easter Conference Finals, so just rip off the Band-Aid, please. Well, for the West, I'm going to agree with Jackson. I think the Canucks will play the Avalanche. Canucks are just steamrolling right now. Um, don't really have any say other than that. And, of course, in the East, I'm going to pick the New York Islanders because they're a fucking wagon. But Whoa! I'm Lightning. shocked! What? I know, right? Um, I think the Islanders will play the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, and that'll be a fun match. Okay. I am so shocked by your predictions. Like, actually, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that you said the New York Islanders were going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm shocked. Uh, Can I say? Cal, do you have anything <laughs> different than the New York Islanders in the Eastern Conference Finals? Please say yes. All right. Well, I'm going to start in the West because I feel like that's what everyone's been doing. Um, I am not going to have an Avalanche Canucks Conference Finals. It's going to be Vegas versus Colorado. Um, the way I have it playing out, Calgary are going to win, which means Calgary play Vegas. Vegas will beat them. And then the Avalanche will play against the Canucks. Avalanche will take that. And it'll be an interesting conference finals because you got the Canucks, or excuse me, the um, Avalanche that are struggling at the moment against the Arizona Coyotes. Yes, they're two games up, but they haven't looked particularly great in either one of those games. So it'll be interesting to see how Vegas deal with them. And in the Eastern Conference, I'm sticking with my prediction. Um... If you saw my Twitter, I tweeted out that it was going to be Flyers versus Hurricanes. I'm going to stick with that. Um, the Hurricanes, or excuse me, the Flyers did get routed today. And I think it's just going to be a one-off. Um, I expected the Hurricanes to take a or I keep saying, these up. I expected the Canadians to take a couple games from the Flyers. I think they'll get it back together. They'll win in six. That'll move them on to play the Islanders. And that's going to be a very tough series. But I think the... Flyers just have a little too much depth, and I think Carter Hart might catch fire at the right time, so it'll be Hart and the Flyers against the Hurricanes. What a dummy. Great prediction. Great prediction. Thank you for not including the New York Islanders. Uh, Tommy, are you ready now that we both found out that they actually reseed, which I still think is the dumbest thing ever? Yeah, yeah, I really don't like that, but um, hopefully my conference prediction still makes sense, even though they're reseeding. Um. I am going to have Colorado in the Western Conference Finals like everybody else so far. And I have them playing the Calgary Flames, which um, I think they're playing well. Um, I know they'll have to run into, like, well, I guess they don't have to run into the Nuts or Blues, but if they did, that would be a very good series. And then um, in the Eastern Conference, I have uh, Blue Jackets versus Bruins. Um, I love how Corp's playing right now. I know the Lightning are a tough matchup. Um, I see... Um, the Blue Jackets really uh, having a great playoff run this year, even though I had them probably dead last in my um, regular season predictions in the Metro. But I like how they're playing right now. So Blue Jackets versus Bruins in the East. I think you and everyone else has them like dead last because that team should not have made the playoffs. Uh, I don't actually know if my predictions can actually happen, so someone will have to correct me if they cannot. Uh... I have in the Western Conference Finals, I have the Vegas Golden Knights against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I just think this Vancouver team's different. I kind of have that feeling like they're in this situation where they don't have as much talent as, you know, some of the teams that they'll have to play, but they're really gelling together. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those teams that catch fire at the right time. And then once they catch fire, I mean, it's over. And that's that. They, they just seem like a team that can make that kind of run, that can build that kind of run. 
And then in the Eastern, and Vegas is just so damn good. And I hate it because they have Jonathan Marcheseau and Riley Smith, and it's like their two best players, and they should have been Florida Panthers. Uh, I am sad. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, excuse me, I am, the, the Boston Bruins. Why was that so hard to come out of my head? Uh, Boston, I think is, I think Boston's honestly probably the best team in the Eastern Conference because Tampa Bay do not have Steven Stamkos. And I just don't trust the Flyers yet. I get that they're playing well and they have a lot of talent. I, I just think that the Boston Bruins with that offense and just, I, I think they'll catch more fire. And I have the Tampa Bay Lightning because I think that, you know, even without Steven Stamkos, that offense is still really good. And that defense is at least good enough, and Vasilevsky is one of the best goalies in hockey. So I think that definitely they'll probably make the Eastern Conference Finals. It's just a matter of who gets over the other, I guess, is the the wording I'll use here. I actually don't know if that can happen, so I hope it can, because if it can't, it's going to be really awkward. Um, let's go into the Stanley Cup Finals then, and we'll start off with Jake, because I have a feeling who's going to be coming out of the East. Um, I do think the uh, Islanders will be playing the Colorado Avalanche, and I think they will win in seven. Because again, we're fucking lagging. Everyone's rolling right now. Bovillier is doing amazing. Just it looks like trot hockey. You know, everything's dominant. Everyone's dominating, dominating the Capitals right now. I think if all forwards are rolling, if Barry stays hot, I don't think there's a team that can beat us right now. <laughs> oh boy! Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Twenty. You're wrong. Anyways. Explain. You're wrong. I'll, expl- I'll explain on Kevin's behalf. Um, oh, recently, I have learned that coaching means a lot in hockey. Um, and I respect your coaching. I think it's probably the best coaching in the league. But I don't think the talent has what it takes to win the Stanley Cup. I think I think at some you, point, yeah. talent has will override coaching. And yes, the New York Islanders are one of the best most well-coached teams in hockey, but they don't have the offensive firepower that a team like Boston has, that a team like Toronto has. Or not, why do I keep saying Toronto? Tampa Bay. Even You're a team upset. like Philadelphia, I, I don't think that they have the offensive firepower to get over them in a seven-game series. This isn't a one-off game where you know their defense could do enough and their offense can score two goals and they can win 2-1. I don't know if that's sustainable over a seven-game stretch where... You know, at some point, the star power is going to override. That That's bound to happen. And, you know, yes, they're beating the Capitals right now, and they beat the Florida Panthers, but neither team are as deep as a team like Boston is or a team like even Tampa Bay is with, without Stamkos. And if Stamkos is healthy, I don't know what his injury status is, but if he ever gets healthy, that's a dangerous team with some of the best offensive talent in hockey. So I, I just don't see how you can say that, like, they're unbeatable if three players are high. I, I just don't get that. But, uh, Cal, continue. Please tell me you – well, actually, you didn't have the Islanders in the Eastern Conference Finals, so you cannot have them in the Stanley Cup Finals. Thank the Lord. Um, even though, like I've just said, these two teams haven't looked the most convincing through two games, I'm sticking with my gut prediction. I think it's going to be an Avalanche versus Flyers Cup Final. I think both teams have the talent on both ends of the ice to do it. Um, I think Philly will get through Carolina with their defense, and I think 
Colorado, even though Vegas are playing very well with Marceau and Riley Smith coming up clutch right now, I think Colorado just have too much talent on offense for Leonard and Flurry to hold in net. And the winner is? I'm taking the abs. Um, I think it would be a cool, not maybe not the most underdog team, but kind of like an under-the-radar team to win it all. Um, I think Nathan McKinnon is probably one of the most, obviously there's Connor McDavid, but I think McKinnon might be one of the most exciting players in hockey outside of McDavid. Oh, he's so he's exciting. Got a, he's insanely exciting. He's got a great supporting cast around him. Um, Nazem Kadri, now that he's not being suspended, is actually having a very good uh, bubble for in Edmonton for the Avs right now. Um, Grubauer has done enough in net. Kale McCarr has continued to be one of the better defensemen. And I like the Avs. Perfect. Uh, Jackson, your predictions. Uh... I don't care if you guys call me dumb. And You're dumb. Really, really painful to say this, but I'm having the Islanders versus Avs, and I think the Islanders are <laughs> in the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> really? Did Jake pay you off? Man. No, I think they are. Oh. Dude, they're, they're playing way too well right now. Coaching, the defense is really good. Barley, like Jake said, is playing really well. <laughs> I think, I get they don't have like a really like main elite goal scorer. I don't think you you don't need to. I don't think you really need to have one, especially the situation they're in right now. I am. Like, all I'm going to say is that the Islanders were in a very similar situation this last year when they swept aside a Penguins team that not a lot of people projected them to beat, and then they walked into the Hurricanes the next round and lost in the next series. I don't. I'm not trying to ride the Islanders hype train. I definitely think they're a very good team, and I think they're going to f- finish off the Capitals in this round. But I mean, are we sure this is a cup? contending team. I disagree with you. Um, is there a possibility sorry, is there a possibility that the Islanders play the Bruins in the next round? Well, we don't know. I mean, you can play anyone. Who yeah, I was going to Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess it could happen if, like... I think there is a chance that the Islanders match up with the Bruins. No, I, I just don't see how you match up with the Bruins. I think, again, I, I said it earlier, the Bruins are the best team in the Eastern Conference, in my opinion, and they have so much talent across each level of the ice, and I mean, that team is so talented, and I don't know how the Islanders get past them because, as Cal mentioned, last year it looked a lot similar, and I remember all the Islanders fans, I'm not calling anyone out specifically, and Jake, I'm not saying you were a part of this, but going, you know, this team's special, this team's special, this team's special. I'm hearing the same shit now, and we're August 15th. I mean, we're still in the That's first round. We're, we're still That's in the first very... round. I, I, I just don't. I, 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 why are we now like going to claim that they're the greatest hockey team to ever be assembled and pack it up? And, you know, Matthew Barzell. Well, why are we talking about Connor McDavid being on um, the same level? No, as no one said that though. That's a very fair point. But last year they were just hanging around in these games, just being the Penguins by one. They are dominating every game they've been playing. But like, I, I just don't see how. We look at this this Islanders team, and yes, I I get that they beat the Florida Panthers, and they're looking really good against the Washington Capitals. But first of all, the Florida Panthers had 18 AHL players on their roster, including Dominic Tomato. I don't even want to say his last name. And I believe Dryden Hunt played a game. I mean, I just think at some point the offensive talent has to— Look, we'll see. I just don't see how they get— to the Stanley Cup final, let alone win it against a team like the Avalanche, who are have so much talent across each level, a lot like the Bruins do. But you know, we talked about Nathan McKinnon, uh, Ranton, and Landis Skog, Kale McCarr. That team is insane. 
I mean, that team is insane. I, Kev, I, Kev, I have two words for you. Oh, boy. Adam Pellick. Ah, yes, Adam Pellick, the greatest defenseman will, ever. Pack it up. Um, I will give Jake credit for this. I will give the Islanders credit. Like, I'm not jumping right on the bandwagon, but I will give the Islanders credit. If the Islanders do make it to the cup finals, that means that they will have shut down Alexander Barkov, who is obviously one of the better forwards that means well, actually, his own his own team shut down Alexander Barkov. But continue. That means they would have shut down um, Ovechkin and Evgeny Kuznetsov. Um, I haven't heard Kuznetsov at all this series, which is surprising because he's usually so good in the playoffs. And then implying that they win and the series goes. By the way, it means they're going to shut down a very stacked Flyers forwards core that includes a lot of depth scoring in it. And then it means that they're going to play one of, you know, Brad Marchand, David Pasternak, or Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov and shut them down. And I wouldn't put it past them. I really would not put it past the Islanders to make the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm just not going to ride with it because I've, I have confidence in my predictions. But I give Jay credit here. I just, I, I just don't. I, I think at some point that star forward talent that you mentioned, you just named off a list of. You know, Alexander Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov. Then it gets even better when you talk about an Eastern Conference Finals matchup against David Pasternak or Nikita Kucherov. At some point, those guys are going to take over. They always do. That's why they're the best forwards in the NHL. And that's why that that's why they get paid so much money. And that's why, you know, when we talk about the best forwards in the NHL, we don't look past them. They're usually one of the first names we list. I mean, Nikita Kucherov, I think, is probably the best forward in hockey. Uh, actually, no. Connor McDavid's pretty good. So, McDavid. Yeah, he's he's top five, though. I mean, and mm-hmm. a guy like Nathan McKinnon is insanely talented. And a guy like David Pasternak. And if Steven Stamkos is healthy. And so I think at some point those guys just have to take over. I I guess maybe it can happen. I just don't see it happening this season. Tommy, um, your predictions. Um, So I have the Avalanche and the Bruins meeting in the cup finals. Um, I think they are the two best teams and they're – uh, owned conferences. Um, I think the Bruins have been really underhyped this whole year. Uh, they were probably my uh, Stanley Cup favorite coming into the year. Um, they're a little on the older side, but they still have a stock uh, stack roster. So um, I have them coming out of the East against the uh, Blue Jackets. Um, still a great run by the Blue Jackets, Jeez. considering where I had them. Um, and in the West, obviously, I have the Avalanche going over the Flames. I think the Avalanche are too stocked of a team. Uh, they're playing great right now, so the Avalanche out of the West. And I have the Avalanche over the Bruins in seven games. Uh, you know, like everybody said, McKinnon, Landis Gog, uh, Kailmaker, <laughs> uh, you know, they're all uh, great players. Um, they're meshing well right now, and I don't see a team in the West beating them, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Bruins beat them in the Stanley Cup Finals. So wait, does that mean each of you had the – Avalanche in the Stanley Cup Finals? It yes. seems like it. I think that's a consensus. I think they just wow, I mean, Well, actually, it's not a consensus for me because I didn't have it in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Cal, I'm surprised you called them under the radar because I feel like they're a pretty obvious choice coming out of the West right I now. I think they're a favorite. I mean, no, it's not. Yeah, no, I, 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 I definitely think they're the favorite. I, I think that they're probably the slim favorite over Vegas, but I definitely think they're the favorite coming out. Well, I feel like the thing the thing is about when you have a team that good, you usually have people that don't like your team. Um, you can look at it in any sport. Um, the, you know, let's just take the NHL. 
not a lot of people like the Bruins, not a lot of people like the Capitals, not a lot of people like the Penguins, not a lot of people like the Lightning, not a lot of people like the Leafs. I feel like everyone likes the... I feel like there's not many people that dislike the Avalanche outside of teams that have to play them constantly. I feel like the new, the um, neutral consensus from all of us, I feel like we can all say we like the Avs, right? Yeah. Like, we would want to see the Avs go win. Yeah, I have no so reason to hate them. Yeah. So that's maybe why I say under the radar. Um, I don't mean it like that. I mean it more as like... They're not a storied franchise. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see where that's you're going with that, definitely. So, uh, I guess Jake is actually the one known for the hot takes, but, you know, I'm going to take over this hot take thing real quick. I have Bruins. I have the Bruins coming out of the East. Again, I think that they're the best team in the East. I think they have so much talent across each line, across each level of the the, the rink or the ice. And I, I just think that when you look at their, their lineup each day and just look at it on paper, there are not many teams that match up to them, first of all. And then in the Western Conference Finals, again, you want hot take, Vancouver. I think that this wow. Vancouver team, I think, is different. I think they are special. I, I look at them and I watch them play, and it's one of these things where I, I just go, you know, this team isn't as talented as the teams that they're going to have to match up against eventually. And I guess this is actually pretty much contradicting exactly what I said about, about the Islanders. So I'm yeah, just going to retract everything I said about that. But, I mean, that defense is playing really well. That forward core is playing really well. Jacob Markstrom's playing out of his mind. Again, what's up with the Florida Panthers' former players doing well in the playoffs? I'm, I'm – ah! And, Brian Boyle. Yeah, Brian Boyle was not well. Was not really good in the playoffs. But – right. oh. <laughs> I just think I, – I just think that, like, I look at that team and I, I feel like they're – that 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 special franchise, that, that special team that one year – just goes on this insane run. Last year was the Blues. I think this year they're kind of the equivalent of the Blues in that sense. And like the Blues, I have them winning the Stanley Cup. I have them beating the Boston Bruins in seven games. I think that they will avenge what happened, what was it, 2012, 2013, when they lost and then rioted. And I, yeah. I, Someone's going to have to correct me on that date if they actually remember. But I just think, again, I just – I have I feel something with this team, and it's like it's one of those things where you know I don't know if it will happen, and it probably won't happen, and they'll somehow knowing that I said this, they'll probably somehow come back and lose to the Blues, but I, I just feel like they're a little different this season. I don't know, uh, Jake. You said you had a question. I'm afraid to have you ask this. Oh, I was just I was just thinking about this the other day, and it can spark discussion with one person in here. Obviously, the Avalanche and the Stars are in the postseason, and they have these two stud defensemen, Mira Heiskin and, and Kale McCarr. You look back at the draft, I know Philly's probably regretting it, but i got to ask this to Tommy, and you guys can kind of debate oh this God. too. Oh, so you just wanted uh, to be an ass. Should the Devils, <laughs> oh, do the Devils regret taking Nico over McCarr and Mira? Yes! Well, that's <laughs> 2020, um, to be fair. Uh, yeah, um, I feel like Nico was the right pick at the time. I wanted Nolan, but like at the time, I understand why Nico was the number one pick. Obviously, McCarr and uh, well, I w- I think I would rather have. Oh man, I'm happy with Nico. Um, I think he has potential. Um, I'm not going to complain about having Nico, but obviously, there were better players in that draft. So, um. Do they regret drafting Nico? I'd say no. Um, I feel like 
it's kind of comparable to the Don, uh, your, uh, DeAndre Ayton draft. Do the Suns regret drafting DeAndre Ayton over Luka? Um, I guess you'd say they could because Luka is obviously a better player, but DeAndre Ayton fits with their team. Like, I, and he was a great pick, and he's playing fantastic right now. He's obviously not on, like, Luka top seven level in the league. But, yeah, so I, I feel like Nico is um, going to be a face of the Devils franchise in the future. Uh, maybe he was not the right pick there, but I do not regret taking him. I think it's one of those things where, like, it's really just hindsight is twenty twenty. I mean, yes... Cal McCarr and Miro Hiskinen have developed into terrific players, and they're going to have insanely bright futures, and they're going to be insanely talented players in the future. But, like, I think everyone kind of knew in that year's draft that it was Nico Heischer and Nolan Patrick, and it was just based off preference at that point. And I, I think that, like, when you go – I think you could do this for every draft. I mean, I think that, like, we, we do this a lot in, like, the NFL as well, where we go, like, oh, the – Cleveland Browns could have drafted Patrick Mahomes with the number one pick. No one knew he was going to be the best quarterback in that class. I mean, the the consensus in that class was that, you know, it was Deshaun Watson or it was Mitchell Trubisky, and then it was, you know, Patrick Mahomes was that unproven guy with a great, you know, with great stats in college, but he played in a really easy conference. And I think that's the same thing in theory with the Nico Heischer and Nolan Patrick, because I think they were kind of the proven one-two guys, and then, it was like Hiskin in third, and then, you know, you kind of got into that last round of, like, the Elias Pedersons and the Cole McCars and the Cody Glass was really highly ranked in that year's draft. I mean, I, I don't think that you, like, you look at that and go, oh, sh- the, oh shit, they fucked up that completely, because I, I don't know if they did in theory. Um, no, I know Nico yeah. is not on the, excuse me, let me, yeah, on, Cal, let me take this. My yeah, team. you got it. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, well, I just want to say one thing. Let's not act like Nico does not have potential to grow, like, Obviously, Kale and Miro are better players right now, but let's not act like Nico cannot jump to that level. And um, I feel like center was a need for us, and he, he's been a first-line center in his first two years of being in the league. Like, even though Kale and Miro are doing amazing things, obviously better than Nico, let's not act like Nico's some scrub. All right, Kale, uh, leave this all yeah. to you. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to side with you here, honestly. Um, I thought you hit the comparison on the head. I was trying to think of a better comparison than that. I really don't think I could. Um, and don't take anything away from Heischer, either. Um, he was an all-star, albeit, you know, every NHL team is an all-star, but I think he was a deserved all-star. He was an all-star in by first default. Half of the season. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Um, I think Paul Mary was their all-star this year, actually. Oh, is he really? But, oh, I'm getting confused. Uh, no, I, I'm Nico, Nico got it, and Paul Mary was an injury fill-in. Got it. No, but I mean, on a very poor Devils team, I feel like Nico Heischer has his nights. So obviously, you tell me that, yeah, I'd rather have McCarr than Heischer right now. But at the time of drafting, I would have been stunned if the Devils took McCarr over you over. Um, I almost said Hughes there, Heischer. I mean, it's also important to note that his first three years, fifty-two points in eighty-two games, his rookie year. 47 points in sixty-nine games, thirty-six points in fifty-eight games nice. on a bad New Jersey Devils team. I mean, he doesn't have much talent to play with. So he's he's in a lot of ways continuing to grow as a player while trying to lead a team that doesn't have that much talent. No offense, Tommy. I mean, I think we kind of all know that and agree. No, I agree. But, like, I, I just think that you can't look there and go, oh, they absolutely should regret this and they should be, like, regretting every day of their lives that they made this decision because 
I thought it was kind of common knowledge that in that year's draft it was the Nico Heischer, Nolan Patrick show, and that it was going to be one of those two guys, number one. The other one was going to go second, and then it was that next group of forwards and defensemen, and then you had the few goalies there, but they weren't really that good. So I, I just don't think that we can sit there and go, like, oh, it was the worst pick ever. I, I just don't think you can do that. So uh, Jake, I do like the question, dumb. Jake. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Funny, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> Made me think about it. I, I, I should also, I will finish this off, unless, Jackson, you have something to say on this. He's uh, good. No. He doesn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was, I, I thought you were actually just not going to respond, which would have actually maybe been funnier, but... So the the uh, what's it the NHL Scouting Central uh, their final rankings for the top uh, North American skaters and European skaters the top North American skaters were Nolan Patrick one Nico Heischer two Casey Middlestat three and Kale McCarr was not there until ninth so I think like everyone kind of agreed that it was the Nolan Patrick Nico Heischer show and then. European skaters, it was Clem Costin, number one, Elias Pedersen, number two, Elias Anderson, number three, and then Miro Hiskinen, four. So I, I think that, like, everyone kind of knew that it was the Nolan Patrick Nico Heischer show, and then it was those other guys. And, like, yeah, I, I'm sure that, like, if you were to redraft one of those guys are going number one, I, that's not a shock. But, I mean, you don't redraft for a reason. You kind of just trust what you know, and then go with that so I I think it's a decent question to ask I just don't think that they should regret it no yeah I agree alright yeah y'all ready to move on to NBA now yes please uh, yeah I got wait sorry do you have something uh, you yeah it's just more of a comment um I wanted to throw it in during my picks and I forgot to um I get everyone's raving over the Corpus Allo performance in the five overtime win and as deserved you know it's a rec- NHL record but big up Seth Jones to be able to play that level of hockey for, I think he played, I'm looking I at it right he now, registered 65, near, minutes, 65 minutes. Yeah, he that, registered yeah, a whole 65 game. 65 minutes and six seconds. That's mm-hmm. also a record. Um, that's the equivalent of an entire NHL game. And then half a period as well. <laughs> and then well an overtime period in yeah, and then an overtime. regular season. That's incredible to me, and I just wanted to comment on that. Um, he he never, like, a, even when he played, again, I didn't watch the whole game, so maybe I'm wrong, but he never really made mistakes, even though you could tell he was tired. No, he I was mean, he was, I think the he was basically running on fumes like One point. penalty, and in 65 minutes, I mean, that is the least complaint I can do. So I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that in. That's just unbelievable. Um, Seth, if you ever want to give me the cardio plan, be glad to do <laughs> I think I, I think I would last maybe five minutes on the ice before wanting to kill myself. Um, anyways, I, I agree. I mean, I think Seth Jones is going to be a multiple-time Norris winner. I think he's insane. Um, How old is Seth Jones? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. He's still yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I also he plays like a fifteen-year-old vet. Yeah, I I, 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 I also think it's like it's impressive to note that the trade, the Seth Jones trade, was one of those very few trades. That benefited both teams insanely well. I mean, like, I think the Winnipeg. Wait, what was the trade again? Was it the? Sh- wasn't it? Wasn't it Johansson? It was Nashville. Johansson, yes. I believe. Was it? Yes, I think so. Pretty it sure. Was, yes. It was Nashville. Yeah, because he was drafted fourth overall by Nashville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. I'm not just gonna stop talking. 
Uh, let's go to the NBA, please. I, I know a little bit more about the NBA. Last year, I didn't get a single playoff prediction right, so I'm sure that's bound to happen again this year. Uh, the NBA, let's go. The Miami Heat are going to win it all. Cal, I feel like today's a good day for you and not because of the bubble. No, it's a great day. Why? What happened? Um, Jim Boylan finally got fired after... Uh, Damn it! God, I'm so mad. Sorry, continue. A couple weeks of speculation that... <laughs> Reinsdorf wasn't going to cut costs with Boylan um, because of finances, but our new GM from Denver, whose name I have not yet learned to pronounce, I'm not going to sound like an idiot on the podcast, finally decided, yeah, this dude sucks, the players hate him, and now everyone's happy. I think you guys should hire Kenny Atkinson. I think that should just be the answer here. But uh, we're not going to go on a whole rampage about why Jim Boylan sucks because I think it's pretty clear that Jim Boylan sucks at his job and he should have never been hired as a head coach. Anyways... Uh, let's talk about teams that are actually in the bubble. Sorry. Uh, and let's, let's talk with the, uh, the bubble teams. This, I guess, I guess they're actually called like the NBA restart all teams or whatever, but they're, they're the bubble, all that, all bubble teams. Uh, you know, I'm going to let, who am I going to let go first? Uh, um, I'm going first. Tommy's going first. He took over. Okay. Thank um, you. No problem. Um, Quick shout out to the Kings for firing uh, Vladi Divac. That's a step in the right direction. Next up, Luke Walton's got to go. Um, trade Buddy Heald. Okay. Um, so my first team, um, I heard that it's not going by positions, but I kind of made it by positions anyway, just like randomly. Uh, um, are we going to go first teams all around, second teams all around? Or second teams all just, around, first teams all around? I think all what, around, most like of us only have a first out. team. I think I only, I only made a first team, I'll be honest. You you first first team. Team. Okay, I'll go. Throwing a few okay. honorable mentions. Yeah, you, you uh, can throw in the honorable right, mentions. I'm going to go quick then. All right. Um, uh, Damian Lillard, first team. I'm Devin shocked. Booker, first team. I'm shocked. TJ Warren, first team. I'm shocked. Pascal Siakam, 13, uh, first team. I'm a little shocked by that one. Anthony Davis, first team. Very shocked uh, by that one. My second team, I'll go quick. Uh, CP3, Karis LeVert, DeMar DeRozan, PG13, Nurkic. All right, there we go. That's fair. I, I, I'm a little shocked by Pascal Siakam on the first team, but I, I do like um, it. Yeah. Uh, DeMar really uh, had a fantastic bubble. He uh, cemented himself back, like, back into a... Uh, I feel like people were sleeping on DeMar recently, but uh, his, bubble perform- excuse me, his bubble performances, uh, I think it picked up his stock for the offseason. Um, so good for DeMar. I'm happy for him. Hopefully I'm- he can get back to Toronto. I'm not going to mention the inside joke that we have as a group, but he's a lot like someone very good at basketball. Uh, If if you're catching what I'm putting down here. Uh, All time. Oh, all time. One of the best all time players. He plays a lot like him. Uh, Anyways, uh, Cal, why don't you go next? All right, so starting with the first team, I'm going to throw in the two front runners from BP. Um, Damian Lillard, I think he's going to win it. We discussed it last week. Don't make Dame mad. He was mad. He pulled up from the logo against the Nets last night, and I literally fell backwards with how good that shot was. Um, just an unbelievable bubble getting the Blazers into that eight seed. Um, Devin Booker, the clear second place guy. Sounds right now in the bubble. Booker scored 35 points four times. He deserves it. Um, Luka Doncic comes in next. Three triple-doubles in the bubble with, I believe, five 30-point games or four 30-point games. Definitely deserving of it. TJ Warren comes in next. One of the most surprising players in the bubble to 
that absolutely went off on the Sixers. He dropped, what was it, 50, 51 or 61? I can't remember which one of the two. Um, and really kept the momentum carrying. And then I've got Chris Depp's poor Zingas. Um, unbelievable stats in the bubble. Um, both on the boards. He had, I think, at least 20 points in every game that he played for the full game. And he had 30 points so many times. So I just got to give it to Chris Depp's down low. Um, I'll run you through the second team real quick. John Morant. Uh, his team really didn't perform for him, but he did pretty well. James Harden, beast. Michael Porter Jr., surprised everyone. Finally starting to live up to that potential, as looks like, hopefully, for his sake, he's gotten to the injury struggles. Um, Kawhi Leonard had a very good bubble. He also gets in. And the best big man, I believe, outside of Porzingis was Joel Embiid, and he's my center down now. Okay. Uh, Jackson, I think you only have a first team, so please go. Uh, first team, let's get three obvious ones out of the way. Warren, Booker, Lillard. I'm sure. I don't need to say anything about that. Uh, Luca. My fourth, playing at MVP level right now, even though he kind of already was before. Still looks like he's matured in this game a lot. I don't know. He just continues to improve every single game. And then, fifth player, I have Anthony Davis. He's been the best player in the Lakers throughout this bubble. They, and the Lakers obviously have not played that great, but he's played pretty freaking well. So, yeah, that's my first team. Uh, Jake, you're next. I'm in the first team as well. Um, keep it pretty simple. Um, Dane, don't make him fucking mad. You know the drill. <laughs> Booker. Um, TJ Warren was very good for the Heat. Killed him. Um, fuck, I broke this down somewhere. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got it. I got it. Uh, Luka, Luka was very good. And then my fifth guy, MPJ. Nick should have picked him. They didn't. Now he's in the bubble. He dominated. First team. There you go. MPJ actually has really good odds uh, to be on that first team. Uh, I think his odds are 1 to 1,000. He has the fifth highest odds based on this email I received like six days ago. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to get the obvious ones out the way. Damian Lillard in August, 38 points a game. Uh, he's been insane. And he has literally become one of the few players in the NBA where you have to pick him up at full court. Or he'll just shoot from the logo and make it. I mean, come on. Uh, Devin Booker's the obvious one. The Suns did end up going 8-0, but did not make the playoffs. Uh, TJ Warren, uh, again, good until the Heat. Uh, good until he came up against the Heat, and I can't wait for him to uh, have to play the Heat in a whole series. Um, Luka Doncic, obviously, averaged, I think, near a triple-double in August. I think it was like 39.7 for both, and then 9.7 for both rebounds and assists. And he does deserve to be on there, but I just wanted to put him on there because I'm biased and I love the guy. Duncan Robinson, he's really elevated his game in the bubble. Uh, he's, he's become more than just a shooter in the, in, the, in the fact that he's making really good cuts and he's kind of increasing everything he does on the game. Obviously, look, he's not going to get on the all-bubble team, and I honestly just wanted to mention him. My fifth player is actually Michael Porter Jr. He's been really good in the bubble. He's been He's kind of gone on a insane run for the Nuggets. He's been arguably their best player since the restart. So he's actually the fifth one, but Duncan Robinson definitely deserves to be uh, on the uh, all-bubble team. He really doesn't. Uh, all-bubble MVP, are we consensus on Damian Lillard? Yeah, I am, at least. No. No, Ooh, I want D-Book. No. Yes. Yeah, I want Dame. Here we go. I want Dame. I'm going to assume both I don't of you have see how D-Book doesn't get it. Honestly, I know Dame had a fantastic bubble, but 
Debo goes eight and zero. And I know Dame obviously picked it up at the end of that Nets game, but you know it was close. So, I wonder. I wonder I'm, I'm how, taking winning over everything here. I'm going D-Book, a and fantastic performances. I wonder how much weight they'll put on just the actual bubble games and not what the end result was for the team because if they don't put much onto the end result for the team, then yes, absolutely, Devin Booker deserves it because his team went 8-0. He was insane. He was the best player on the team. Uh, if they put in a lot of weight to what the actual end result was, I think you have to go Dane Lillard because he basically rolled that team to the playoffs. Uh... Coach of the year, are we all consensus on Monty Williams? Yeah. Yep. I'm not. No. You're not? No. no. I have an interesting one. Okay. No, I like go uh, okay, you'll, you'll, I'll go first. I feel like yours um, is Scott Brooks. No. This <laughs> is <laughs> So, this has been a bubble that has been pretty barren of defense. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I there's been like, defense? I, I mean, I feel like it's been. I must have missed that one. Teams. I feel like it's been a majority of teams scoring into the one one twenties, one thirties, and the one. Or in the case of that Houston game, the one fifties. Uh, continue. The one team that's really been doing a great job defensively is the Toronto Raptors, and I want to give credit to Nick Nurse because he's got a really good team working down there. And I want to give coach of the year or coach of the bubble to Nick Nurse. Uh, I respect that. I respect it to an extent, uh, Jake. I'm afraid to ask what yours is really. Don't clown me, but Jacques Vaughn had his Nets roster no, that was no, basically filled with Karis Burt and a bunch of nobodies. Why are we disrespecting Timothy Luau Cabarro and whoever else was on that team? Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford with that. But no, he had a great, great game of the Blazers. Got a few <laughs> wins in there. So he's my bubble coach winner thing. Coach of the year. Uh, I respect it. Actually, I yeah. definitely respect that. Uh, I didn't expect that. I, ex- I on- I'll be honest. I expected something like Frank Vogel just to be Tom, Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> Jim Boylan. He really Tom Thibodeau really brought the best out of his players in the bubble. <laughs> um. All right. Enough clowning on the Knicks. They suck anyways. Uh, let's go to the. Uh, you're mad that I said that, Jack or Jake, whatever your name is. The Knicks suck. Cry. Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure you guys are. Anyways, uh, let's go to the NBA predictions. Uh, do you guys want to start off with the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference? The East. Yeah, I, I think the East is probably going to remain chalk for a lot of us. Uh, the first game in the Eastern Conference final or playoffs is the Milwaukee Bucks, almost a Brewers, against the Orlando Magic. Uh, we'll start off with Tommy. Tommy, who do you have winning and in how many games? Um, I got Bucks in four. Um, good job by the Magic making it to the playoffs, but obviously the Bucks are a much better team. I would have gave them one game if Jonathan Isaac was playing, but the team is injured, and obviously they can't complete. They can't compete, but um, they have a nice future coming. You know, Mo Bamba, Markel Fultz. So if you're a Magic fan, if you're a Magic fan, um. Uh, just be happy you made the playoffs, and um, I appreciate the four games you're getting. The four extra games, because it's probably all they're getting. Uh, I also have Milwaukee in four. I, I think that's. I think we all probably have Milwaukee winning, I hope. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. Do any of you guys have, have anything other than four games? four games? No. No. 
Magic. Okay, so we're just not even going to go through them. We all have them winning in four games. Uh, let's go to the two seed, the Toronto Raptors against the aforementioned Brooklyn Nets led by Karis LeVert and a whole bunch of scrubs. Uh, do we all have the Toronto Raptors winning? Yes. 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 Okay, I was hoping I was hoping I you were really going to say yes. There. I actually got an easy there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was going to say the Brooklyn Nets. I, I, I almost think I had to answer. <laughs> I, almost ended the podcast. <laughs> I almost ended the podcast by you, if you said that. Uh, do we all have them winning in four? Because I have them winning in four. I do. Did Jackson say yeah. anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. One seed and two seed wins in four. Okay, so let's go Here to the, the real games. Let's let's go to the three seed, the uh, Boston Celtics against Philadelphia. Do we all have Boston winning? No. Yes. Really? Wow, Jake. I'm interested really? to hear this. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Jake, let's uh, give us a Jake. How many games do you, you have? You know Ben Simmons is not playing. Yeah, no. How many games okay, do you have Philly winning? Tobias Harris, Long Island. Is he injured too? He might be injured, right? No, Tobias nah, he's playing. playing. He's healthy. Don't worry, bro. He's about the only no, healthy Long, player. Long Island boy, 76 and 7. Okay. That's, that's your reasoning? He's from Long Island. He's from Long Island. <laughs> I love the biasness with this Why pick. Why is Steven Matt so bad then? I didn't even know he was from Long Island, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so do the rest of us have Boston winning? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have them winning in five games. Does anyone else have any differently anything different? I assume yes. No, nah, I don't. I got Celtics in five. Jason Taylor. I got Celtics, Celtics in four. Really? Really? You don't think that Joel Embiid can win a game? No. No. Jesus. Without Ben Simmons? I, I don't think so. Um, I think the Celtics have too much firepower from, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker... And, you know, Joel can't stop that unless they go in the paint. Obviously, Joel is not a fantastic perimeter, defend- perimeter uh, defender. Um, having Shake Milton start at point guard, the experiment got- was wrong. Um, it sucked. <laughs> and Simmons fooled all of us by shooting three-pointers in the expedi- expedition uh, bubble games. And he just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And he just failed to do it in games that mattered. Um, I was a huge Ben Fim. Oh my god! I was a huge Ben Simmons fan for a very long time, but um, he's really been making me mad lately. Just, just shoot it. I don't care if you miss the shot a hundred times out of a hundred. Shoot the three pointer, please. Do you think they'll trade him? I think they should. I think they should trade Joel over Ben Simmons. No, I, I think I think you. I, have I to rather build around Ben Simmons. That's that's my opinion. I understand uh, other people probably think differently, but. I would build around Ben Simmons. Joel scares me with all the injuries. So, uh, yeah, selfless in four. Anybody else? I have him uh, five. Uh, Jackson, what do you have him in? I have him five as well. Okay, so we'll leave that one, and we'll go to, I think, the one where we'll at least have some variety in our picks. Uh, the number four-seeded Indiana Pacers against the number five-seeded Miami Heat, and if this seems like Groundhog's Day, it should. They've already played twice this week. Uh, I'm going to save mine for last because obviously I am the Heat fan here. Um, let's start off with Tommy. Um, I'm going Heat over Pacers. Um, How many I think a healthy Demontis bonus and a healthy Victor Oladipo would uh, make a difference. But um, I'm going Heat over Pacers in six. Okay. Uh, Cal, you're next. 
Say anything other than the Heat, and I may actually hurt you. Heat in five. Thank you. Easy to it. Um, I think the only reason the Heat don't sweep the series is if Derek Jones Jr. doesn't play. I genuinely think they can sweep the Pacers. I think they have their number mentally. Um, yeah, the Pacers won that game today, but the Heat were pretty much resting a majority of their players. You thought Haslam was starting. That should answer your question on how much they cared about the game. If, if the Heat's second-leading scorer in a game is Solomon Hill, you're resting your players. <laughs> the Heat have their number. Physically, mentally, defensively, offensively, he should dominate the series. Uh, Jake. Eaton four. Okay, thank you. Um, Jackson, did we already go to you? I don't think we did. No. Okay. No. Uh, I'm going Heat and six. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go a little longer here. I think it's Miami and five. I think I've said this for a long time. Miami is the most underrated team in the Eastern Conference because not a lot of people talk about them as an actual contender. I believe they are an actual contender to come out of that Eastern Conference. And I think a lot of it boils down to how Bam Adebayo plays. I think he's their best player. How Jimmy Butler plays. He's been really good since coming back from some foot soreness or some in, like foot injury that he had. Tyler Hero has excelled in the bubble as the primary ball handler uh, point guard. I guess is the word. They don't really play with a point guard. Uh, they found their starting lineup with Goran Dragic in the starting lineup. I think that team's too too good to not beat the Indiana Pacers. The, Indi- the Indiana Pacers are a decent team, but TJ Warren struggles against Miami, and he's their best player. So I just don't see – in the bubble, I should mention. He's the best player in the bubble, so I just don't see how they beat Miami. I have them winning in five. Let's go to the Western Conference. Uh we all have Portland beating Memphis in the play-in game, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's start off with that series. The Los Angeles Lakers against the number eight seeded Portland Trailblazers. Jackson, we'll start with you. Uh, Pocket probably doesn't know this, but I'm a huge LeBron James fan. My friends give me shit about it all the time. Sexual! But, um... I'm taking the Blazers to beat the Lakers in seven games. Oh my god. It's gonna suck because the Bronze gonna get so much hate and this is gonna be annoying as hell. But I'm gonna be in the seven games. Lakers will not look good. I know it's playoff LeBron and all that. Lakers or not Lakers, sorry. Blazers are too deep. I think LeBron will play his ass up until way deep, but the rest of the team I don't think is gonna end up stepping up. But I don't know, it's it's really tough because the Blazers have not look good defensively, but I'm still gonna go Blazers in seven. So, I can't believe yeah. you would sleep on Kyle Kuzma like that. <laughs> Don't sleep on their third best player, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Is he the third best player? And LeBron I mean, said he should be, so... <laughs> I'll give it to Danny Grant. I think you... I think it's Danny no. Grant. No. <laughs> what? I'd give it to well, JaVale. Right, he always turns... I know, I know he's been terrible. JaVale Shaq is a cool legend. Joel Embiid. Or JaVale McGee, not Joel Embiid. I'll uh, take Dion over... I think you're really overrating Kuzma. I know he's chorus. No, I know. I'm joking. Yeah, no, we're, we're all joking because there there was some okay. press conference. Okay, there was some press conference where LeBron said that he should be the third best player on the team or something. I don't actually remember. I didn't actually listen to the press conference. Uh, let's go to Cal next. I'm with Jackson. I think it goes seven. I don't think the Blazers win it, though. Um, like you said, I think this, I think this Blazers team is pr- has been kind of incomplete. Um, if you look at how that Nets game went, I mean, you take Damian Lillard away from this team, obviously, 
heaven forbid that doesn't happen. I mean, this is not a good team. Um, what blew my mind on that last possession of that game, they went to Mello. I don't like that. And I get it's one play, you know, they still went on to win the game. But the fact that you're having that play calling when you have one of the hottest players in the league and you're going away from him on that last possession, I just don't like that. Um, I'm just going to leave it on one last thing. We've all said it. Don't get Dame mad. There's only one other player in this league I wouldn't want mad over Dame, and that is LeBron James. Jesus, you're right. Uh, Tommy, you're next. Um, before I get into my predictions for the uh, Laker uh, Trailblazing series, um, Kevin, you said that he'd have a real chance of getting out of the East, correct? Yes, I did. Who's going to guard Giannis? Uh, Bam, I or, next question. He's not guarding Giannis, but all right. He's guarded Giannis well in each game they've played so far, and he seems know. like the only player really in that Eastern Conference that is actually a quote-unquote Giannis stopper, because I don't think there is a Giannis stopper. I think that Giannis is too good where you almost try to just contain him. He's not in the East anymore. Remember he's on the Clippers? No. No, you said, uh, okay. I, I, I thought I there said in the East no, like my bad. You said there is no quote-unquote Giannis stopping. No, because I, I, I don't think there is. I think that you just try to contain Giannis. You don't try to stop him. You can't make okay. Giannis wait, disappear wait, wait. from the game. Hold on a minute. The last time the Bucks played the Heat, Giannis had 33 and shot 13 or 17. But, like, it's, it's, it's nah, important. No, but bam, though. No, no, but it's important to realize Miami didn't have Kendrick Nunn. I don't believe that. No, they didn't have Jimmy Butler in that game. <laughs> and Jimmy Butler is their second best player. And in each of the games in the regular season, not, not bubble, he was, Giannis was at least somewhat contained. So I think that like, we'll, we'll, we'll continue this argument later, but I think that to an extent, he is their best bet to stop Giannis. But uh, your prediction on the Lakers series. Okay. Um, I have Lakers in six. Um, I think they will have a fantastic playoff series, but, Feel like the depth and um, star power of the Lakers will be too much for him. Uh, shout out to Gary Trent Jr. Had a fantastic bubble. Um, that's all I gotta say. And I'm rooting for the Blazers, obviously, because I don't want I, as much as I think the Clippers are going to beat the Lakers in a seven-game series. I'd rather play the Blazers. Yeah. So I have uh, Lakers in six as well for all the same reasons. I think that the Lakers just have too much star power. Uh, Jake. Do you have anything different than what was already said by all of us? Um, Blazers in seven. Um, playoff Dame. Don't get him mad. Playoff Mellow. Playoff Hazonia. Blazers in seven. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're just trying to name bad players at this point. Playoff Hassan Whiteside. Are we really going to see this again? Are we really? I can so picture LeBron somehow getting blocked by Hazonia again in game seven. Can you imagine that? I think that I think that might go down as one of the most hilarious moments of the bubble. If in Game Seven, Mario Hazonia blocks. They put Mario Hazonia in the game for the first time in the fourth quarter on the last possession. Lakers down by one. LeBron, you know LeBron's getting the ball. He drives to the lane. He gets past CJ McCollum, and Mario Hazonia just comes out of nowhere and just blocks him. I think I think the Twitter I think the Twitter uh, the Twitter reaction would be hilarious. Um, let's go to the, yeah, Jake's showing a picture of Mario Hazonia and LeBron James. Uh, let's go to, I think the other series where we should have, I think the only series in this, uh, conference where we'll have at least some kind of consensus, 
the number two seeded Los Angeles Clippers against the number seven seeded Dallas Mavericks. I'm going to ask this: Do we all have the Clippers winning in some yes. game? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have them winning in six. Does anyone else have anything differently? I got them in uh, six. I got them in five. Hmm. Nah, I can see that. No, I think that Kawhi Leonard is just—they're not going to find a way to stop Kawhi Leonard. I, I just don't think they have a Kawhi Leonard stopper on their team. I, I just don't I feel like they can decently contain Luca. I don't know. I, I just feel like they're good. No, no, I feel like Luca's gonna put up his thirty point triple double no matter what, but you just gotta score more than him. I think I, I think their goal shouldn't be trying to contain Luca, it should be trying to contain Kristaps and the other guys. No, of course. I, I think Luke's that like do his thing. I think I, I think what yep. you should do is put Paul George on Luca and then put Kawhi Leonard on Kristaps and see what happens after that. But Ooh. I could also see them going Patrick Beverly on Luca, because I think I'd that, love to see that I think that like to an extent his physicality and his his like aggressive mentality could maybe make it work. I don't know. Uh, next up is the number three seeded Denver Nuggets against the number six seeded Utah Jazz. Do we all have Denver or do we have something different? I have Denver. I got Denver. Denver. Yeah, Jake. Agreed. Jake, you're on your phone. Are you on TikTok? <laughs> no, I was watching the Hazonia block. Oh my god! <laughs> of course, just reminiscing memories. Just wait. Just wait till the Mario Hazonia chase down block in Game Seven of Blazers Lakers. Do we all? He dunked over Giannis and he blocked LeBron, and like he's gonna be the next for life because of that. I guess. Why didn't they resign him? He's he's not good. Can you imagine? Can you imagine actually like redrafting him fourth overall like the Magic did? Boy, oh boy! Uh, Just to touch on this uh, Nuggets Jazz series real quick, um, I'm pretty sure everyone's got the Jazz winning one game. Yeah, I, I bet them winning at least one. I have. I say, I say, you, you have uh, the Nuggets sweeping. I got the Nuggets sweeping. No, I have the Nuggets. Something. I have the Nuggets in five. Obviously, they've been yeah, fantastic in the bubble. I'm going to be honest, there's just something always up with this Utah team when the playoffs come around. They just, just every time they have the lights on them, they're just not good. I don't, I can't even remember if the Jazz have won, I don't even know if the Jazz have won one away game in the last two playoff series. Uh, actually, no, they did, because I remember Royce O'Neal went off against the Rockets that one game. Yeah, um, but just, the Jazz in the playoffs are so good at home, not very good away. And with no fans, I don't think they get the Utah home and home court advantage, which I think is one of the best home court advantages in the league, actually. Um, it's one of the most so underrated, full, for sure. So, full credit to Snyder, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Jazz fan base. You're getting swept. I just There's something up with this team. They don't perform when it matters. They're not going to do it. Yeah. I, I love the idea of, you know, great job to you, so you suck. Uh, anyways, uh, I think this Can is... Can I comment on the uh, series... Second. Yeah, you're breaking up, but sure. I'm really this series, but uh, just the Utah Jazz. Um, oh, I, well, the only thing I have to say, um, Rudy Gobert is one of my favorite centers in the league, but I think it's time for him to address this. What their ways, obviously, him and Donovan Mitchell, um, they're not working together, and obviously, you're not trading Mitchell right now. So I feel like if you get a good return for Rudy, um, maybe they can make something work and have a better playoff run next year. I just don't see what you get for Rudy Gobert. I just don't think he really fits in the modern NBA. But uh, I think this is the only series where we actually have at least some kind of debate on who wins. 
uh, in the first round at least, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Houston Rockets. I have Houston in seven. Uh, what do you guys have? Me too. I've got uh, Houston in six. I have Houston in six. I don't, I don't get the whole debate in the series. I, I, the Thunder are a good team, but like the Rockets, I just, it's just better. I think when you get, well, that's about it. You got the emotional factor of this series. Um, Chris Paul is coming against his former team. He's out of, you know, um, I think it was Tommy that just put him in the honorable mentions for that all-bubble first team. Um, he's having a great bubble. He's having a great season. He's playing against the team that basically told him just to go away after they couldn't win anything. And for the same reason that, you know, we keep going on and on about how good Damian Lillard has been, I think Chris Paul can have that kind of series. Maybe not like four. 50, 40 points, but I think he can be dominant, especially without Russell Westbrook in the lineup for those first couple of games. I think when Russ comes back in, um, his numbers will dip a little, but I think in those first two games, I mean, I would not be surprised if Chris Paul drops 40 in one of those two games. Yeah, I wouldn't I be. Can, I could see that. Um, do, do Does anyone have Oklahoma City winning? No, I don't. Okay, nah. so but full credit to them. They'll, give, they'll yeah. put up a good fight, and they're way ahead of the rebuilding schedule. Yeah, so let's on their year. let's kind of go yeah. through the what is it? The second round. I don't know what the actual terminology is. I call it the second round. Uh, we all have Milwaukee, or no? We all have. I want to. I want to go back to that Milwaukee Miami series last. So let's go. Three of us or four of us have Toronto Boston. I have Toronto in seven in that series. I do as well. Uh, yeah, so do I. Cal. Team from the six and the six. Give me Toronto in six. I hate that you said that. I really do. I almost want to take you off like Don't listen to him, pal. Uh, Jake, that. you had Toronto versus Philadelphia. Do you have Philadelphia also winning this series? No, no, I'm oh, Toronto thank God. Okay. Oh, my God. Four. Four. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I think that Toronto's like the only team that can actually match up with them. So I guess now we have to, we have to actually talk about this series. Milwaukee versus Miami. Before we get into this debate on how they stop Giannis or if they can stop Giannis, uh, what do you, who do you have winning it in how many games? Miami in seven. Okay, uh, Jackson. Uh, I have Bucks in five. I'm interested wow. to hear why. I have Bucks because... in five also. Wow. I really, I really want to know why on this. I really do. Okay. Um, um, I'll, I'll take the lead. Um, just to start off, not not like a hugely relevant thing. George Hill has the best three-point percentage in the entire NBA this year. Probably the best backup point guard in the league. Uh, maybe Dennis Schroeder has an argument for that, but top two. Fantastic year by George Hill. Um, Eric Bledsoe, also very good year. Dante DiVincenzo off the bench. Great player. Chris Middleton, you know, knockdown shooter, lockdown defender. One of the most underrated players in the league. Brooke Lopez, Splash Mountain, you know, he completely reformed his game from the post to sitting in the corner and chucking up shots. He hasn't been as good as last year, but still, um, it makes you guard Brooke Lopez at the three-point line. It's weird to say, but um, obviously, haven't even brought up Giannis yet. Um, I don't see him scoring less than 30 a night. Um, Obviously, he's been fantastic against Miami in the last game, at least. So, um... Even if the Bucks have a poor um, offensive game, let's say they put up 110 points, I don't see how Miami is putting up 110 points okay. to uh, match that. But uh, Jackson, if anybody else wants to come out, anything to add on that? 
Not necessarily on that. Um, just my prediction. I think this is how I think it's going to play out. I'm going to be quick with this. Will the Bucks deserve to win the series? No. Will they be the better team in the series? No. When it comes down to Game 7, do I trust the Miami Heat, which is still a very inexperienced roster outside of Jimmy Butler in the playoffs? No, I don't. I don't. And I've got the Bucks winning it. Game 7. Okay. No, no, no. Please tell, please tell me where the experience outside of Jimmy Butler is in this Miami Heat okay, roster. So Kendrick Nunn doesn't have playoff experience. Hello, hello, hello. First time viewer, long time listener. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Here's why I think the Miami Heat are the best team in the Eastern Conference to compete with Milwaukee. I'm not saying that they're guaranteed to beat Milwaukee, but they're the best team to compete with Milwaukee for these reasons. First of all, they're one of the only few teams who have figured out at least some kind of game plan to beat Giannis. Now, did they do it in the only game they've played this bubble? No. But Giannis got the best step. He simply did. But... He figured out the—they they figured out the at least the way to stop him in theory, which is you build a wall, you double-team him, you let other guys beat you. That's so that's the way you have to beat Giannis. And I, 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 I brought numbers with me because I always bring numbers. Uh, I'm going to name the— Stat guy, Kev. When you get me mad about the Heat, I got stats. Uh, does anyone want to guess who the, the best three players— in terms of true shooting percentage in their defense against Giannis Antetokounmpo is? I'd assume one is Bam, and I do want to touch on that, but I'll so, let you go on. Duncan Robinson. So number three is Tristan Thompson, who held Giannis to a true shooting percentage of 45%. Number two is Joel, Embi- Joel Embiid, who held uh, Giannis to a 43% true shooting percentage. And finally... Number one, Bam Adebayo, who in the first two games they played, this does not include the last game, held Giannis Antetokounmpo to a 36% true shooting percentage. He is one of the most versatile players in the NBA. He's one of the best defenders in the NBA. He's one of the few guys. Yes, I said it, Cal. I said it, Cal. I said it, Cal. I said it. He is one of the few players who can guard one through five and make it look easy, because he's done it before. Giannis has had trouble against Bam. And when it comes to the playoffs, where the Miami Heat will be healthy, there are very few teams who will compete with the Bucs. I have Miami in sixth. Thank you. Continue. I mean, I'm not... Okay, I'm not going to disagree with you about that. Um, I think if there's anyone in the East who is going to do the best at containing Giannis, it's Bam Adebayo. I'm not disagreeing with that. Because it's right! No, it is right, okay. but hold it's on, just what you said about what were we talking. We were talking about Luca earlier. You're saying what the Clippers got to do: you limit the players around Luca, you win. I think the Bucks can do that against the Heat. I just think they can. I just really think they because the Miami Heat have had one of the best defenses in the bubble, or the best offense in the bubble. Excuse me. Duncan Robinson has showed more to his game than he has all season long. He is one of the best shooters in the NBA. You could argue he's the best shooter in the NBA. I don't think he is. But there are very few players who – Miami, if they shoot well, which they have in the bubble, they are, un, they are almost impossible to beat because they shoot so many threes. 
and they have so many guys who can make their threes. Jay Crowder has proven that he can make the threes. Also, if we're going to go into the whole playoff experience, Jay Crowder has playoff experience. Uh, Cole, Kelly Olynyk has playoff experience. Udonis Haslam has won three fucking championships. Um, okay, but how much is Udonis Haslam going to play in the series? It doesn't matter how much he plays. Playing, He's in yeah. the locker room. He doesn't have to play. Everyone knows his impact. It, it, his job isn't to play. He sucks. He's not good, but he's smart. Jimmy Butler made it to the Eastern Conference Finals while carrying a bad Philadelphia team to that point. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but they have experience, even if you don't want to admit that they do. Anyways. Also, I'm pretty sure Solomon Hill has some experience. I don't know, actually know about that. Wait. Uh, yeah, I'm fearing Solomon Hill What is your prediction? Right uh, Miami yeah, six. Six. Uh, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's how you count the six. Okay, let me quickly comment on Miami and six. Um, what was your one point for the Miami Heat uh, beating the Bucks? They have a coach who knows how to stop Giannis, right? Yes. Um, how about Nick Nurse, who stopped Nick Giannis last year? I said I, I never. I never said they were the team. I said they were one of the few teams who figured out. A way you to said they are the best team in the matchup with Giannis. Yes, I think they are. So, but your reasoning is that. I, I don't. It's not. It's do not. It. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna trust Nick. No, Nick Nurse, the coach who has actually done it instead of Spolstra, who let Giannis go 13 for 17 in the last game. Because he had no one. Because you have to understand, Bam Adebayo got in early foul trouble, so he couldn't play. They had to put Jay Crowder on Giannis Antetokounmpo. Right. Of course, well, okay. he's gonna beat Jay Crowder. That's not shocking. Well, um, let's make a coaching adjustment. Let's let. Bam Adebayo, not foul out. Can't do much if the refs are giving pussy calls, but whatever. I'm not okay. gonna. Well, I'm not gonna get into this debate on whether it's the, the refs' fault. Yeah, the refs have been bad in the bubble. I think that's everyone's gonna agree with that. Anyways, uh, what's the other the Western Conference Finals? Let's hurry this up a little bit because we are running really long on time. Uh, we all have. I think we all actually all have the same series. So, uh, Lakers versus Houston. I have Lakers in five. I'm gonna have uh, the Lakers in seventh, but I know that two of the two of us don't. Actually, have the yeah, wait, I forgot. Few of you had Portland. I forgot about that part. Uh, Jackson, you had Portland. Uh, I'll go Portland in seven. Okay, and Jake, you also had Portland against uh, what was it, Houston? Playoff is on, yeah. Blazers in six. You gotta be kidding me. Okay, we all have the same. <laughs> we all have the same matchup here with the. Uh, Number two seeded Los Angeles Clippers against the number three seeded Denver Nuggets. I have Denver in six. What? Yes, I said Denver in six. So can we get some reasoning on that before we get Wow. Yes, you can. Hello. It's me again. I'm not as mad this time because I don't really care about the Nuggets. Uh, I think Michael Porter Jr. has added an extra element to the team. I think that Nikola Jokic has proven that he is one of the better players in the NBA. He's one of the more versatile players in the NBA and that he can do more on offense than most normal centers. I think that to an extent that team is well coached. I love Mike Malone as a head coach. I think he is one of the best head coaches in the NBA. One of the most underrated coaches in the NBA. I think that to an extent, I think I, I don't think they'll find a way to stop Kawhi Leonard. I don't think they will. But they will definitely find a way to at least win the series because I, th- I trust their offense. I really do. Anyways, uh, I have assumed the rest of you have Los Angeles winning. Yeah, I've got the Clippers yeah. in six. 
Yeah. Uh, Jake, Jake, you gonna respond or? Yes. Who do you have winning? I said, I just said yes. You said you all agree. Yes, that's that's grammatically correct. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna um, clamor. I have the Clippers sweeping. If anybody cares, I'm a little shocked by that. I have Clippers in five. <laughs> okay. Uh, now it's time for the Eastern Conference Finals. I think most of you have Milwaukee against. Wait, did we talk about Toronto, Boston? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have Toronto versus Milwaukee for most of you. Uh, yeah. I assume most of you have the Toronto winning or Milwaukee winning. I don't actually know. I thought this um, was this isn't really yeah. a clear one. Um, I've got, I've got Toronto. I, I have the yeah, Bucks in seven. Okay. Uh, I have Toronto in seven. Okay. I got I got Toronto in six. Okay. Uh, Jake, you had Toronto heat. in seven. Oh, yeah, 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 you had. Uh, Sorry. Again, I'm sure some of you guys are going to get mad at me for my opinion. I have Miami in seven. I yes, I'm a little biased. Yes, I am a little biased. I'm not going to lie and say I'm not. But that'd be an exciting series, actually. As someone as someone who has watched Miami play this whole season, not just in the bubble, but this whole season, it's important to note that. Jimmy Butler is the perfect fit for Miami in so many ways. Not just personality-wise. Everyone's going to admit that he's the best fit personality-wise. But on the court, he does so much for Miami that doesn't go noticed that he is insane. And look, I think Duncan Robinson has quickly proven to be one of the better, most underrated players in the NBA. And the fact that he does not only shoot now, but he also is able to take guys inside. He's able to finish at the rim strongly. He can't dunk because he's like six foot three, I think, and have, has no vertical. Uh, Tyler Hero off the bench has quickly proven to be one of the better sixth men in the bubble. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say all season. Uh, Bam Adebayo, when he's on his game, is really hard to stop. And I think I just trust Eric Spolster more than I do trust Nick Nurse. Not, that's not a shot at Nick Nurse. I think Nick Nurse is one of the best head coaches in the NBA, and what he did last season takes a lot of credit. But... I think just overall, I think Eric Spolster is a better head coach. Anyways, so when the Pacers win in six, what are we doing? I'm crying and I'm shutting <laughs> off the podcast. Never, never recording an episode again if that happens. Um, what's the the Western Conference Finals? Uh, I honestly I don't know what half of you guys have because some of you guys had Portland winning in the. First round. So, Jackson, what was your Western Conference Finals? Uh, Clippers, Blazers. I have the Clippers in six. Okay. Uh, Cal? I have Clippers versus Lakers. And at this point, the Lakers have played two seven-game series. Um, They're going to be totally fatigued, and the Clippers are going to win in four. Okay, Jake. Yes, Cal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jackson... I love how Jackson is giving me a surprise face. So you have the Blazers not only beating the Lakers, but then beating the Rockets. Then also pushing the Clippers to a sixth game. But when I say that the Clippers could sweep the Lakers, you're stunned. Even though you have the Lakers losing in the first round. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's, well, it's different every matchup. How is it? Okay. And you, you, you think the Lakers wouldn't win one game? No. Here's why. No, that's my so type of prediction. Your biggest, so your biggest complaint about the Lakers? Is I think, Cal, I think teams. you're dumb for that take, and I also think Jackson's dumb for his reaction. But continue. No, no, no. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jackson's biggest complaint about the Lakers in the first round losing to the Blazers is the lack of team depth. And I think there is no team 
or there's arguably no team in the NBA deeper than the Los Angeles Clippers. They oh, come the on, the Miami Heat. Man. I'm kidding. They have the best bench in the league, in my opinion. Two, if you have two six-man candidates, you have the they best I'm sorry, but they should have two six-man candidates. If you have two six-man candidates, that means one, one of those guys is your seventh man. Continue. I know that. <laughs> and your seventh man is better than your sixth man. Uh, I don't know. I actually disagree. Kawhi I think Tyler Hero is the best player in the world. We talk about how Kawhi Leonard can shut down Giannis. I think he can very much limit AD. And we talk, and you could put Paul George, who's still a great defender on LeBron. Not saying he's going to stop LeBron in any way. <laughs> That's because he's think, not. <laughs> but he can contain him. And I just don't think the Lakers have a chance against the Clippers. I'm sorry. Okay. Then. Especially after two, after playing two seven game series. They've they beaten the last two times they played. They played. Yeah, I mean they, so. they have played well. All right, all right. Come on, what man. What do regular season results show in any sport? What do regular season okay. results show? It's still, I mean, all all those games have been competitive and they've been played hard. But I do, I do, I didn't say no, that. No, of course not. We didn't yeah. have Lou and Trez against yeah. the Lakers. Uh, I don't care. Okay, well they beat you the, before the last they, season. You beat us by wait, how many? Should we beat? Two. That was for like, that was for like two nine points. Also, I got nine points. You know, Trez and Lou are combining for fifty-six every game. Ooh, so and, you got, they, and, they, and they played that game, and wait, they still won. Wait, wait, so quick question: Lou is and that, Trez played that game. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, is that uh, who didn't play the March game? The March game. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the bubble game. My bad. Yeah, the bubble game. The bubble game was like yeah, by two. But also, I've got to say this: Lakers are going to miss Avery Bradley big time. They already do. Yes, but they, they're going to miss him big time. They, in my opinion, they'll don't miss him big time. Uh. Tommy, Let's make my prediction. I got yes. the Clippers in six. I don't know if I said that. Was that against the Lakers, I assume? It, it, it was against the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, uh, Jake, your Western Conference Finals and then the winner. Memphis on you, baby. No. You do Please. not. No, you're shitting me. Uh, what? Say psych! You do, not have the Blazers. you do not have the Blazers making it all the way. No, I don't. Blazers in seven. No, okay, so you can't get more of a reason. You can't get more of a reason than the playoff is on you. Playoff, playoff there you go. That was me. There you go. Oh, boy. There's two reasons. Want a third reason? Playoff Mount. Want a fourth reason? Playoff Asian. Want a fifth reason? Playoff Hassan. Hassan White said sucks! Hassan. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, I had four other reasons. Okay. I'm afraid to ask, so I'll let you start. Who do you have winning the NBA Finals, Jake? I don't even remember what your matchup was. I'm sorry. I'm starting on my awards. I'm so shocked. <laughs> Against who? The Raptors. Man, stay off the weed. <laughs> Shout out Stephen A. Smith. Stay off the weed. You're hey, an Cal, idiot. Cal. You're an idiot. Cal. I'm not an idiot. How are you? Okay, dude. There's a reason why this Blazers team is creeping into the playoffs right now. Because they signed Melo halfway through the season and Hazonia hasn't been exposed yet. It's Melo. And no one made game man on the regular season. No. So I'm not going to say that's fair. I'm not going to say anything more because I feel like this speaks for itself. If the Blazers lose to the Grizzlies, <laughs> man, you are, you are going to look like the Because the Blazers aren't even a guaranteed – okay, let's just start with that. The Blazers aren't even a guaranteed playoff team yet. No, I, we Do you actually think the Blazers are going to lose tomorrow? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. But I'm just saying. You have them in the. You have them winning the finals before they have even qualified for the playoffs. Oh my god! That is like you're gonna look like an idiot when they win the finals. <laughs> no, I really am. Fuck you! This is gonna be clipped to eternity if they win. <laughs> you will be on freezing cold takes. <laughs> I, I, I have been on freezing cold takes before. I think I have to. You're gonna be on it again, buddy. Uh, Jackson, who do you have? I don't even remember your uh, matchup. Say your matchup as well. No, I have Clippers Raptors, and I'm going Clippers in five. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cal. I have one one way or another. A team's gonna, someone's going to repeat. It's going to be Clippers versus the Raptors, and I think Kawhi is going to prevail over his old team. I've got the Clippers in six. Okay, so I'm glad I didn't say what I was about to say, but I almost said the Clippers can't repeat because the Raptors repeated last year, and then I remembered that Kawhi Leonard won last year for the Raptors. Anyway. We've also never been past the second round. Uh, Tommy, who do you have? Okay, um, I have Clippers versus Bucks in the finals, and I got Clippers by the sweep. Believe it or not, I think the Clippers sweep the finals. I actually, I don't think that's that hot of a take because I think that Kawhi Leonard's the best soccer against Giannis. Bam's a close I agree. Uh, hey, guys, it's me again. Who do you think I have winning the NBA Finals? Oh, no, you don't. don't no, you, no, 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 you don't. This might be worse okay, than okay. Blazers take on. No, game. it's not. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, who's no. mad on Miami? Dave's mad on Portland. Again, seriously, who do you who do you guys Jimmy think? Jimmy CJ. No, I I think Kevin's taking Clippers and he's trolling. Okay, no, it's Lakers, Miami. Who do you oh, think? Oh, yeah, Lakers. Oh, sorry, sorry, Lakers. Who do you think I have winning? Lakers. I assume you have the heat. No, I actually have the Lakers, Lakers winning. You dumbasses! Not yeah. that stupid. It's funny that they're in the they're in the NBA finals. I have the Lakers winning in six, but I will say, I will say, I will say, I think Miami will at least put up a fight if they make the NBA finals, and they will not go down without a fight because Miami never goes down without a fight. They are one of the few teams that do not go down without a fight. I'm not even going to answer what Jake's doing right now. Anyways, uh, I don't. I, there's no team that fights as hard as Miami does, even if they don't win. I think Miami will put up a fight against LA, but ultimately LeBron James is too good. Anthony Davis is too good. There's no stopping them from Miami. I think you might be able to stop one of them. Likely LeBron, you don't stop the other one. I will say, the only way Miami beats LA in a series is if their shooting is good every single night. They cannot – they have to shoot well every single night. They have to shoot efficiently every single night, or they do not beat L.A. in a seven-game series. But, no, I have L.A. winning. I, I can't believe you guys actually thought I'd have Miami winning. Wait, Kevin, quick question. Yes. If the Heat, since, since you have the Heat going in the final, do, do you think that convinces Giannis to, to join the Heat? Absolutely. I know, I know that's, that's in the future, but, like – Absolutely. I, I, I think that – first of all, I think – I've always said I think Giannis stays in Milwaukee. But – Yeah. I will, I've also always said I think the second option for him is Miami because I think he sees what Miami's building. I think to an extent he sees the pieces Miami is putting into place to try and lure Giannis to Miami. I don't think they get Giannis. I need to actively make this clear. I don't think they get Giannis. But I think he's probably the second. They're probably second in a race for Giannis. Is the Knicks are getting him. <laughs> Man, why not Golden State for Giannis? We are not recording. We are not recording okay, Jake anymore. Is Giannis that dumb to go to Golden State? We deserve State? this. No, we deserve this. It's, oh, it's, it's been I think. Go. I think what? that two You've sucked for like ten years. You don't yeah, deserve you this. You've sucked for ten years because your team hasn't been able to develop guys for ten years. Where's Jeremy Lin? Where's Jeremy Lin right now? Uh, uh, is he on Toronto? Is he on the next anymore? Totally. He's actually playing in China. No, I think it's I'm Toronto. so glad Jeremy Lin gave me ten games of happiness when I was eight years old. When I was eight years old, I was eight years old. You, you, you want to know why the New York Knicks have sucked for ten years? Because they don't know how to build. I understand a why, but that's not my fault. Like, they don't deserve anything because they have never deserved anything. They don't even deserve a good head coach. That's why they have Tom Thibodeau. Love you, Cal. Never forget. 
Never forget that Tom Thibodeau is the only reason why De- uh, Derrick Rose tore his ACL against Port, uh, Philadelphia. Um, I want to ask one last thing, actually. So I'm scared. This is, I think this is a debate that me and Tommy had a couple of times. So, in my prediction, I got Kawhi winning it all, which means he would win his third championship with his third team, second in a row with two different teams. I'm afraid to ask. If I'm Kawhi, afraid to ask where this goes. Kawhi wins this year, do we consider him the best player in the NBA? No. Next question. Hell yeah. Who's okay, better? so who's how do you better? not? Please tell me who's better. So I think. The, the, Jimmy Butler. No, it's not Jimmy Butler. It's actually Duncan Robinson. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I think that the reason why we don't is because last year it was impressive. Last year they probably shouldn't have made the NBA Finals. This year we've talked about how much talent the Los Angeles Clippers have. So, I, I mean, they have Paul George. They have the more. They have one of the Morris twins, right? Is he? Are they? Or is yeah, he not Marcus. playing? Uh, Marcus. Marcus. They have the good one. The one that was on the, the better one. They have yeah. a really good sixth, and then they've got a really good seventh man. Uh, arguably the two best in the league uh, in terms of six men. Uh, they're deep. They've got a great head coach. This year is a lot different from last year. And also, I, I think that like LeBron takes the cake. I still think LeBron's the best player in basketball. I have said that for a while now. And I think the reason he is is because he's proven that as his career has developed, he's been able to change the way he plays. He is not. He is no longer. He is no longer the guy who scores thirty-five points a game. He's now the guy who's closer to a triple-double every game. And so, I think. I think Kawhi Leonard would be too. I think if he wins his third championship, Kawhi Leonard would be a very close two. I don't think he'd be number one. I just want to say, I think it would be funny that if Kawhi that Kawhi if Kawhi wins this year, he would win in three different places quicker than LeBron has. I just think that'd be hilarious. That's not fair. He spent he spent the first six years of his career. He spent the first six years of his career with Law. Fucking Mo Williams as the second best player. I'm just saying it'd be fun. I'm just saying it'd be names, and if they switched popularity, Kawhi would be the undoubtedly best player in the league. Uh, no. Yeah, and LeBron switched popularity. I think Tommy's got a little followers, and LeBron didn't have an Instagram. You can't tell me Kawhi wouldn't have more clout and be a better player. I like Kawhi. The only reason he has a title from last year is because Katie and Clay went down. No, that that, that, that is a very fair thing to have. He was sitting at home watching. That he was Ooh, hurt. Why play in the East? He was hurt. Like, the reason the Lakers didn't make the playoffs last year. He missed the playoffs. He missed the playoffs because he was hurt for half the year. He was hurt. Half his team was, he was hurt not the whole hurt year. for half the year. He was hurt for. He was hurt for he, got in, he got injured in like January, but it was a crucial time because the Lakers dropped a shit ton without him. Yeah, it's because the. Because shockingly, Cal, you're still injured when you come back. You don't magically heal up. Well, the playoff LeBron, man. <laughs> I just this isn't a, this isn't a knock on you, Kev, but I just remember all the playoff LeBron talking last year. Also, shockingly enough, when your second best player is Lonzo Ball, you don't win many games. I know. Oh, I'm sure. Brent Ingram was on that team. Brent Ingram actually wasn't. Well, that not, good. It wasn't really that great. Brent Ingram, though. Yeah, right. well, there's a reason he, they the were so willing to trade him. Last year. Yeah, he was really good. I mean, yeah, I was going to say that's not a good argument. I'd take Huge, but how different were Kawhi's roster and LeBron's roster? A lot different. A lot different. You're making this argument worse, buddy. You're making this argument worse. Dude, 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 let's go through the roster. Pascal Siakam would have been the second best player on the Lakers last season. 
no debate there. I hope none of you guys have a debate there. Kyle no. Lowry would have been the second Josh best. Hart. Kyle Lowry would have been the second best player in the Lakers last season. You could argue Fred Van Vliet would have been the second best player in the Lakers last season. I think you can argue that. Yeah, but I'm it's talking, not a good I'm talking last year. Obviously, they've all made big steps without Kawhi. The but biggest, obviously, now it, it looks like they'd all be the second best player. But Kyle, so so you would still you would still have two players on that roster who we guarantee would be better than the second best player in the Lakers last season. So why are we even debating this? That the wait, teams were even. Wait, Tommy. If LeBron yeah. was in the Raptors last year and like the same circumstances, ha- same circumstances happened where with like KD and Clay going down, do the Raptors win still? Raptors lose to Philly. What? No. What are you? Nah, I'm not with you on this anymore. I'm not with you on this anymore, man. I'm not with you on this anymore. How? That's a lucky shot. That's one of the luckiest shots. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. That's one of the luckiest shots in NBA history. No, no, you don't have to be with me. I know I'm right. You're not LeBron. If you if you think if you think LeBron would do the same thing that Kawhi did in that series, you're wrong. Okay. Yes, he would have. I know. Actually, he wouldn't have done the same thing because it wouldn't have gotten to that point. I I don't know, man. Uh, I disagree. Jimmy Butler, man, he was on that team. Don't forget. Yes, and all due respect to Jimmy Butler, he was great in that playoff series. Come on, dude. You think but he would have been shut down the by Raptors the Raptors? Are beating? They're beating Joel. Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Jimmy Butler yes. in that series. Yes, that was yes. That's, that's easy enough yes, for me to I answer. Know. Absolutely, with Siakam in that team. Absolutely, I don't think so. Absolutely. So, so the team that LeBron dominated right, for test. years, he goes on that team, but he can't win with them and beat the Sixers. I don't. I don't think it's. It's. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. I think it's fair to say, and I'll, I'll end it on this. If anyone else has anything to say afterwards, it's fine. I think it's fair to say that the reason why the Toronto Raptors won last season was because the Golden State Warriors did not have their, two of their best players. And you didn't have Kevin Durant, you didn't have Klay Thompson, and we knew how important they were to that team. I think it's fair to say that's why Kawhi wanted one championship last year. That is not a hot take to say that because we knew how good the Warriors were with those two players healthy. I mean, there's, there's no other way around that. Anyways... Uh, Thank you for listening to us ramble on for a while here. Uh, This has been the Unfiltered Podcast. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at UnfilteredCast1. We will soon be available on Apple Podcasts if Apple Podcasts will finally cooperate. We are available on Spotify, though, and that is – we all know that's the better app. Um, Do any of you guys have any closing thoughts? Man gets paid. He did get paid a lot. Nah. It's excited to keep having these bubbles going because it's going to be great for both of them. It's really up in the air. Also, please wear a fucking mask. Anyways, good night or good morning.